0: Yo parezco una correa, porque doy fuetazo. La gente me dice Alfa, Bárbara, Sasazo. Yo soy un Jordan, tú vienes siendo puma. Tienes que quitarte te llevo el toro con tu tuma. El que no amaga, tú me vas a darlo y la de tu casa no la paga. En el movimiento soy el más completo, mi fe no mueve montaña el país completo. Al lado de mí tú no respiras, cuando compro un carro con moto la tra, usted me tira. Yo soy el hombre que tu mujer ama y jugando bolitas eres el que mama. Yo he matado pile perra bola pa llegar a cien millones nada más me falta una tingola. Lo mío llega por el muelle, por eso estoy fuerte como Popé y tengo chiqueros que si te
1: pasas te dan tu re. Bienvenidos a Radio Menea a Empero Valley y Flores. And I'm Miriam Soyle Perez. And on this podcast, we bring you a mix of mainstream and alternative Latinx jams based on a different theme each episode. And today's theme is the Dominican Republic. And we've got an early supporter and amazing music editor at Remescla joining us, Isabella Herrera. Yay!
2: Yay! Yay. For Thank you for having me. Oh I my God, we're so
3: excited to have
2: you here. Isabella, I
1: think you were the first like media person who reached out to us. About writing about Minea and we felt so special and official. <laughs> so thank you for it's just that. Just
2: because I spend too much time on Twitter, <laughs> like I saw y'all. I saw y'all on Twitter, and I had to write about it. We love you. We for all that. felt very fancy. <laughs> oh my god! Yay.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we got to do a really fun profile with Isabella and her team at Remezcla in like June of last year, and um, it turned out really awesome. So. We're super psyched yeah. to have you here.
2: Same.
3: I'm excited to be here. We've been listening to an Isabella pick. Yes. This is...
2: Why don't you tell us a little bit about it, Isabella? Sure. So, basically, this song is is about demagoguery. <laughs> Who is it by? <laughs> tell us the song okay. and the artist. Okay. <laughs> the name of the song is "Demagegi Gogu by El Alfa. <laughs> which is excellent. Yeah. An mm-hmm. excellent name. Yes. yes. <laughs> um... He is a Dominican dembow artist. It's like probably one of the top selling artists in the Dominican Republic. Um, and I I really like him because I think he's like very clever and witty, and he kind of brings that out in the genre a lot. Like a lot of you know one-liners or like punchy uh, play on words and stuff. And I think that's such an important part of the genre, and a lot of people don't really like celebrate that celebrate it that much. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think it's this song is like it's about demagogues but then he just adds like two onomatopoeia like sounds afterwards for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like demagogo. For great reasons, <laughs> it <sounds> Amazing. Great. <laughs> yeah. So and it's also featuring um this Puerto Rican rapper who's kinda coming up now called Bad Bunny. So I really like this. Yeah, yeah. I oh. I
3: hadn't heard of it before, yeah. Yeah I and most
2: important it samples formation by the Yes, I yeah. did notice
3: that. I was like, Okay, <laughs> okay, like, el alpha sampling right. formation
1: in this. Talk about <laughs> two of the things I love. Cross beyond and bow. Collaboration, yeah, that's amazing. That's yes. amazing. I
3: love it. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. I feel like Beyonce really needs to get into some Dembo. Yeah, she kind of did in that "Love You Like EXO." That was kind of like a true, ADB true plus Dembo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, I'd I'd be okay with more Beyonce Dembo. Same, honestly, more Beyonce in general. It's fine. Anything. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. <laughs> Like, this is
3: awesome. I really like
1: this. I saw really the, the sort of plan words brings up a debate we had in our last episode. I don't know if you listened to it about we were talking about Spanglish, but then we got into the question of whether we both actually as non-Dominicans think that Dominicans have the best slang. And we wanted to know what you think if you think that's true.
2: I mean, I have to say yes.
1: Who's <laughs> <laughs> not gonna claim that? Honestly, right? like <laughs>
2: Even in like, even in the Dembo world, I think it's like a whole separate dialect of different slang. Mm, And it's like listening to it. Like I even know so many Dominicans like back home, like on the Island who like, they don't necessarily know all the words. Like it's this whole universe of like slang and language that it's like, you have to discover it. <laughs> that's so cool. Yes, yeah. like a little like
3: microculture mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. like coming up with its own language. I'm glad sure. to know that Dominicans that. sometimes
1: don't understand it. Cause I often don't understand it. And I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that it's not just because I'm Cuban. that <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. So Issa, can you tell like our listeners a little bit about you and, and kind of how you got into music journalism?
2: Yeah, sure. So I am from Chicago originally uh, my parents are Dominican from Santiago, the Cibao. I kind of grew up with a really weird musical household. Um, I think my dad was the first person to introduce me to Bjork. And at the same time, like we would hear like Juan Luis Guerra songs. Nice. That is amazing. <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um. So yeah, I always had like a lot of like, you know, like classic Dominican music in my home growing up, but also early on had a taste for the different and the weird um, and then I, I guess I, I went to college in New York, uh, and there at Barnard college, actually, I had a radio show for the first time, a college radio show. And it really like taught me a lot about music discovery and finding new music and just like looking for stuff that I, that really resonated with me. And I think especially there wasn't a lot of like, there wasn't a lot of indie music by Latinx musicians that I could find. And the radio show really gave me an opportunity to like go look for it actively and hunt mm. for it and like find stuff that that really resonated with me That's so awesome. yeah and then I after I graduated I started freelancing a little bit and just writing about music I never thought that I was going to be writing about music I just thought I was a fan and then somehow I ended up as the music editor at my class. so <laughs> yeah Awesome. That's awesome. Well, you do a great job. Mm-hmm.
1: So, did you? What kind of music did you listen to growing up in your house? You mentioned a couple of things, but I would love to hear more about what kind of surrounded you when you were a kid.
2: Yeah. Um, so, like I said, definitely a lot of like Dominican classics, like merengue, bachata, and that kind of thing. But I actually like. I guess my first musical love was like punk music. Mm. Um, I Chicago has like a very storied punk community. Um, mostly white, unfortunately. And I grew up on the West side, which is like kind of far away from, well, that's not true. I grew up on the West side, which is like Puerto Rican. And when I was growing up, it was starting to gentrify. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a long like history of like Latinx punk in, on the South side in Pilsen. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like, I didn't necessarily like grow up around that. Mm-hmm. So it was more like the West side of the city that I was in. But yeah, I got into a lot of like pop punk and Consequently punk. I went to a lot of shows um in like the Wicker Park in Bucktown area where I grew mm-hmm. up. So yeah, like as I got older, I think I started getting into a lot of like Chicago hip hop and kind of more like Latino music or mm-hmm. music by Latino artists. And I guess that kind of like guided me to college again and like my radio show and that kind of thing. So awesome.
1: Yeah. All right. So we we asked Ice to bring four songs as our honored guest, and then uh, Veto and I each brought one song from a Dominican artist, and I I think we should say, like, we've done, this is our second, like, country-focused episode, and we're not trying to say that this is, like, the epitome of Dominican music or that these are even the best six musicians in the Dominican Republic, but just kind of a sampling of musicians that we love and think are are awesome from the DR, so. um, That's right. I had to tell myself that because it was so hard to pick, so... (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 My song is by Anthony Santos, and it's called "Donde Estarás."
0: Si no está aquí en este bar Dígame este cantinero Si no está aquí en este bar ¿A dónde estará Mi dulce mujer? ¿A dónde estará Mi dulce mujer? Hay sí mira y la ven sí ve. Mira que la quiero ver ¿A dónde estará La que me ha enseñado a amar? ¿A dónde estará La que me ha enseñado a amar? La que a mí me quita el frío Que hace por la madrugada La que a mí me quita el
1: frío So this was really hard for me because I fucking love Dominican bachata, like more than anything probably in the musical world. (laughs) I'm not Dominican. So, I mean, there was literally like, I could do seven episodes. It's just Bachata, but I won't do that because Vera won't let me. But, um, you know, (laughs) 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 it could have been like Prince Royce, Monty Alexandra, Romeo Santos, Zacarias Ferreira, Juan Luis Guerra, Luis Vargas, Andy Andy. I mean, there's a bazillion, bazillion people. Um, But I just had to pick one. So I just brought someone. I wanted to bring someone I hadn't yet brought and also someone who I think is kind of part of the, um, you know, the older era of bachata that has kind of helped influence the genre in a major way. So I think Anthony Santos fits the bill. Are you a fan? El Mayimbe. Yeah. Shout out El Mayimbe. (laughs) So did you, did you grow up listening to his music, Isabelio?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it was more like, it's interesting because it was just, like, almost, like, ever-present in my home. You know, it wasn't like, you're listening to Anthony Santos now. It was just like, oh, yeah, this is, like, what we listen to when we're cooking or, like, yeah, when we're yeah. just hanging out with family yeah. or, like, you know, like, having family gatherings and stuff. He's right. definitely, like, I remember listening to him growing up. Yeah.
1: Well, this song actually makes me think of Juan James <laughs> because... I think. Uh, really? Yeah. Because he's used this song in a couple of his videos. Have we talked about La Juan James yet on this podcast, but
3: I think we must we have. We must have, right? I don't
1: know. I can't remember, but I think maybe at the beginning. Anyway, La Juan James is a pretty hilarious Dominican, Puerto Rican, like born in the U.S. comedian, and he does all these short videos. He, he got big on Vine. Rest in peace, Vine. Um, but now he's doing a lot of stuff on YouTube and Instagram and he's definitely done a f- at least one cleaning video to this so that's that's pretty perfect for your childhood experience yeah you know, like
3: dancing with the yeah, mop yeah
1: exactly he's like bachataing with the mop <laughs> 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 it's Anthony Santos yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah the song is from 1995 Vero are you an Anthony Santos fan have you heard his music
3: I mean I know Anthony Santos like as a name and I've like heard his stuff like just around yeah but I'm not super bachata
2: knowledgeable
1: yeah we're working on it I think it's uh, it's we're working (laughs) on it yeah
2: (laughs) I like that you picked this song because I feel like you know uh, part of the history of Bachata is that it was very much looked down upon Mm -hmm. in the Dominican Republic it was seen as Mm -hmm. like uh, a rural or like a low class genre Mm -hmm. Um, and in 90 like in the early 90s late 80s is like when bachata started to become identified as like the popular music of the Dominican Republic yes. and really become like you know the sound the national rhythm right and um and like this is like Anthony Sata's is definitely one of the people who helped make that happen so yeah, it's like yeah. it, it's important to highlight that's awesome yeah yeah
3: i mean it's so interesting how some of these like how some of the genres that we identify as like being like very um Identified with Latino music today and with what that means, right, is used to be genres that were really looked down upon either because of class reasons or because of race reasons or because of geographic reasons. A lot of times, all three, um, working in different ways,
2: um, and and yeah, and bachata definitely follows that trajectory. And now I feel like it's like across Latin America, you hear it. You know, it's like yeah, definitely like a diasporic rhythm now.
3: Yeah, so. totally. It's like now it's like everywhere. Like this is
2: part of the way that our culture sounds for sure. Totally. Yeah.
1: Isabela, you're are you a big dancer?
2: Oh, I can't dance for
1: shit. No. My <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that, that like Jean? I,
2: like I have some cousins who are like i don't dance and then i go there and they're like wow you dance better than us and i'm like what no i don't yeah, <laughs> yeah. i like i can do merengue i'm really bad at bachata and dominicans are very passionate about dancing bachata yeah. correctly yeah. and i don't even want to like you know i don't want anyone to throw shade at me Aww. i'm like not ready <laughs> <You're> <laughs> i'm not gonna try not ready for that jelly <laughs> you know i used to think like when i was like learning to dance bachata
3: in like 2001 it seemed like you know like it's just like a fairly simple like two-step and I was like okay I can do this and then like time passed and like it has evolved in like a really like intense wild way where like I cannot keep up anymore in any way and it's just like this is totally different Mm. it's so complex you know and it's like wow this is I got left
1: behind
2: by those times
1: true true (laughs) Yeah, there's some amazing... Also, the way they
2: teach it in the U.S. is, like, very different from the way it's danced in the Dominican Republic, interestingly. Yeah. 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 So, I'm just, like, I don't even... I'm not going to try. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really want (laughs) to.
1: I only feel like I can dance bachata because I can stay, like, on the beat. (laughs) Like, that feels like... Mm -hmm. Like, when I try to do salsa, I, I lose the beat, like, immediately, but with... Bachata, for whatever reason, I can stay on the beat. So, like, I know that wouldn't get me very far in any like legitimate spaces, but it makes me feel good. (laughs) So, (laughs) there's that something.
2: All right, what do you have next for us? So the next song that I brought is called "Espejos en las Azoteas" by Mula.
4: Como la gente es tan exigente, de camaleón se viste cuando el tiempo insiste. Verde pardo en su sombra, también su pantalón, ilusión en su camisa, su bando de cinturón, un fusil le entregaron y con él apuntó. Recuerdos que que el día ocultó, y así fue, y así vio, lo que ni en mí nadie esperó, fue sabía ya de cada día era un batallar por maravillas, que un día soñó, esta era una más, solo era una guerra más.
2: y'all have played mula on the show before yes we love mula mula stands over here um (laughs) but yeah mula is a dominican trio from santo domingo specifically um i really really like what they do i think that they are like really innovative when it comes to like fusing electronic music with like traditional dominican percussion Mm -hmm. like tambora and like putting dembo rhythms and everything and i just think there's like Sometimes I think that can be... Like, while it's very culturally interesting, I think, like, sometimes aesthetically it's not really executed mm-hmm. great, but they do a really, really great job of it. They do. So. I'm such
3: a big... Mula's, like,
2: one of my favorite
3: people, like, group of people making music, like, at all right now. Um, and I just... they Like, they do such a good job, and I feel like... I just sometimes feel like mula makes music that like is specifically for me Mm. (laughs) you know it's just like if somebody like took all the things that i'm into and put it in one place in a way that really appeals to me like this is what would happen so i really really love them yeah for sure for sure
2: and i i picked this song specifically it's off their most recent album it actually just came out a Mm -hmm. few weeks ago called aguas um but i learned like a historical fact from this song, which is pretty rare, I think. Um, the The song references a guerrilla group uh, from the Dominican Civil War of nineteen sixty five called La Cuadrilla Chancleta, mm, and basically wow. the guerrilla group was comprised of trans people, sex workers, and different like queer revolutionary fighters. And you know, they did a mini documentary when the album came out, and in it they talk about how like they never learned about this in history books growing up, and like they really wanted to honor that struggle so that's so
3: so so cool yeah
2: again like i just feel like this is made like specifically
3: (laughs) it's like these are all the cool things that you like yeah Yeah, that's so awesome i also didn't know about this like before like this album was released and i was like wow that's so cool Mm -hmm. um and also like that's such an amazing service they're doing for people to like teach people about this stuff like it's not a coincidence that this stuff isn't part of like the history books and stuff right like um so it's really cool that they're using their art to tell folks about people who are um involved in and in fought for dominican
1: liberation right yeah,
2: definitely also
1: definitely. the name of the group la Cuadrilla chancleta <laughs>
2: La I, know, that's I know. So great. That's I know. Amazing. <laughs> such a great
1: name. I mean, I know, Veto. Oh. you're kind of over all the chancla memes because it's a little bit like much on the internet, <laughs> but this is a pretty amazing piece of history. I mean, this is the chancleta
2: meme to a next level. I mean, so, yeah, I, this is like. I'll give it a pass. I'll give it a pass. Yeah, this gets a pass. <laughs> yeah.
1: This gets a pass. Seriously. <laughs> so good.
3: I really, really love it. And this whole album, y'all, if you haven't listened to it yet, it's so great. Um, I've been waiting for it for a long time. They've been like slowly like releasing song after song. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where's the album? <laughs> <laughs> it's finally here. So y'all should definitely check it out. For sure. All right, um, and we have an Isabella pick again for the next song. Yay. The next song is by Fefita La Grande, and it's called "Si quiere venir que venga." Arlita, take-
2: I picked this song because Fifita is the goat, honestly. Like, (laughs) she. Tell us about Fifita. She is like. Widely celebrated in the DR, she's really known as a pioneer for merengue típico mm. um, and or perico ripiao. It's also called, and she is an accordion player. And I don't know if many people know it's any amazing. accordion <laughs> player. Yeah. the accordion is a really fucking hard instrument to play. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's such an important part of merengue típico as a whole. Um, and yeah, she's like super like if you see videos of her playing, she just like shreds. She's like That's it's like so she cool. is in a metal band. Like it's amazing. <laughs> With an accordion doing yeah. Perico Ripiao. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I love and
2: it. like I don't know. I think for her she she's like kind of underrated honestly. I feel like I don't really like to compare the classics, but I feel like she like represents represents what like Celia Cruz is to mm-hmm. Cubans or, like, La Lupe, mm-hmm. like, big, really important singers like that. Yeah, so. yeah.
3: That's awesome. I'm glad that you brought her, because I didn't know about Fefita La Grande, and I didn't know that she, like, you know, was such a a big deal. Yeah. I feel like maybe she's not, like, she's definitely not as known as, as, as like,
2: Celia or La Lupe,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and maybe we got to change that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're Dominican, I think you know her. And, like, yeah, yeah. She also is, like, kind of like a fashion... Icon, nice. IMO. Ooh. Like I see some things that she wears today, and I'm like, I would wear that to the club. Like <laughs> I, I would that, wear that. That's
3: great. I am going to look that up. <laughs> I love like weird esoteric fashion icons. Yes, so yes. I'm gonna be googling Fifita that outfits after
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this, that the accordion is so central in this song, and that that's such a big part of her musicianship. Because I I feel like it's one of those instruments it's like pretty ubiquitous across Latin America but it's such a I don't know know—you not I don't think about it when I think of like Latino music necessarily but it's actually really present in lots of different countries and, and genres yeah. and I don't know like the history of colonialism that brought the accordion from like Germany you know to all these countries in Latin America but it's fascinating to me
3: yeah it's totally really it's, it's really cool I think that accordion is like I feel like if I hear an accordion I'm into it I really there's for some reason like there's something about accordion that gets me and it's like a really great uh it's got like a really great timbre. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. really I just find it really fun, so I'm into this. All right. So our next song had to be like a last minute change because the day that we're recording this, we had the surprise of our lifetimes. <laughs> this song is A new song by La Montra Rita Indiana. The song is El Castigador. to bring Carolina Camacho and to, like, really celebrate her album, afro And you should definitely check that out. It's a really great album. She's great. But I... There's new Rita Indiana. What? Yeah. Like, she <laughs> literally said, when asked if she would ever make music again, she wouldn't do it ni por un millon de dólares. Yep. So, like, it's been, what, like, seven years now? Seven years since her... First album came out in 2010. Yeah. Oh my god. And like, I feel like it's taken me seven years to come to terms with the <laughs> fact that like there would be no Rita Indiana music that was new coming out. And I just like was like freaking out all by myself in my apartment all morning, like just like listening to this over and over again. And you know, it just like I just learned about it today at like 11 a.m. or something my friend who's like a Rita-Indiana mixed-race scholar was like, uh, Vero, did you know? And I was yeah. like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> And And um, so I feel like I haven't had time to really unpack everything in this song because there's so, so, so much there. But um, it's basically like a fucking rallying cry against political corruption and colonization in Latin America. It talks about how like it's been like 500 years of bullshit and there's nobody who's more of a coward than people who take away from the poor and like fuck all the corrupt polit- politicians out there. And it just like really hit me in my soul because it's the plight of like so many countries in Latin
2: America, right? Um Including my own. So I was like so excited about this. Definitely. I feel like also, the the video itself. Um, it, she dropped it with a video, and it's just right. like beautifully, like very stunningly done. She Stunning. she dyed her hair blonde. She has mm-hmm. these this amazing like eye makeup. She looks like David Bowie. Honestly, <laughs> like, to me, she looked like Bowie. She like, does. It was great. Um, but yeah, I think it's just so powerful, especially now. Like for Dominicans, there's um an anti-corruption movement happening um pretty much across the diaspora, but in Santo Domingo and Santiago specifically there have been a lot of marches over the past uh, three months Um, it's like really exciting to see I think for me as like someone in in New York who's like a diasporan and seeing people like rise up against this corruption is like really powerful and like taking action yeah and like this to me is like the soundtrack to that so
3: yeah (laughs) absolutely and I think that So many people, like, just, like, across Latin America will feel really identified with this because it's just, like, you know, and I love that she connects it to colonization because it's not a coincidence that all of our countries in Latin America are, like, a lot of our countries are really going through the same thing, right? It's, like, connected to, like, a legacy. Right. Right? Totally. Um, And it's, I... I just I don't even know what to say.
2: I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased Isabelia, that, I hope yeah.
1: that it comes with an album. Isabelia, did you have any inside info about this? Did you know it was coming?
2: I had no idea it was coming. Mm-hmm. This is like the true, true surprise drop my friends I did not know it was coming yeah I Mm -hmm.
3: felt like this felt to me like a Beyonce drop but like not as many people were wilding out like but I was like literally in the same place like freaking out like texting everybody that I could to like be like ah Uh, just because it's such a big surprise and it's so awesome and there's gonna like there's just so I'm so much more to say about this like once we like really dig in and I'm sure I'm sure, like, the next few weeks will bring.
2: There's one line that I really like. uh, It's, like, very Dominican. She's, like, machete, gilete. And, like, uh, Gilet is, like, how Dominicans say, like, a razor. Mm. And in the next line, she basically is, like, I think she's, like, dejato tu le atrasao or something like that. Mm. Like, I don't know. She's just basically is, like, cut that out with the Gillette razor. Like, cut out your, like, whack-ass loss <laughs> <That> <laughs> to the politicians. Is, yeah. 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 yeah, she's like, cut it out. Like, yeah. all your fucking
3: Leyatrasa. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I caught that. It's just like, bye. Yeah. We need we need to get rid of that. And I, I really liked that part. So. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I mean, there's just so much there. And I love Rita Indiana so much. And I really just hope that there's an album. And you, Isabelia, are going to go to Santo Domingo
2: in like a couple of days. Yes, yes, I'm going to Santo Domingo. She's she's going to be playing her first show in six years. I oh think she's coming back. Yeah, for this music festival called Isle of Light. Um, it's going to be great. I saw her in 2011
3: in New York, and she's so good. Oh my god. Yeah. And even when I saw that she was just performing again. You know, I think everybody freaked out. Yeah. So I was, I was like, "Oh, that's great! Like maybe she's not making new music, but like she's at least willing to like perform like her small but really meaningful catalog." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, I just I'm cheesing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so excited. Isabel, do you spend a lot of time in DR growing up? Like, did you travel there a lot?
2: Um, yeah, I I feel like me and my family went back maybe like once a year, mm-hmm. um, even if it was for just like a week or two weeks but um as I got older we kind of we went for less time just because like school and work but mm-hmm. I mean I definitely I have family in Santiago my my dad actually just moved back to Santo Domingo mm. so I'm gonna be going there way more of course. um yeah it's like interesting the way the diaspora turns yeah <laughs> he, he left uh, he left the Dominican Republic like 32 years ago wow and he came back and it's like a whole different whole different place yeah, so, yeah I can imagine alright so our last song is another
3: Isabella pick it's Twin Shadow it's called Five Seconds
0: Five Seconds in your heart Straight to your heart I can get to your heart She said Five Seconds in your heart Straight to your heart
2: Twin Shadow, man. I feel like Twin Shadow is Dominican Tigeraje in, like, just like in a nutshell. Like, even though. I love Twin Shadow. (laughs) Even though he's like, he's like, he's definitely like indie, you know, it's Uh like he sings in English, like doesn't like market himself as like a dominican artist necessarily like the, right. t- the subjects of like all his songs are very much like well oh, you hurt me and i and i'm so emotional i'm a sad boy like <laughs> <laughs> so
3: we need you to clear this up because i feel like what i know about like dominican tigeraje is through music right so like my points of reference are maluca And then Yarina de Marco has this song also called Tigarazo. And I feel like it's somewhere between, like, a fuckboy and, like, the coolest dude on the block.
2: Yes. Is that correct? Yeah, I feel like, so I feel like for women, (laughs) it's like that really cute baboso that like, you can't quit. Like, <laughs> but he's like, has so much steez that you just like, can't stop. <laughs> um, got it, got yes. it. Yes, <laughs> definitely, like, definitely someone who's like, really cool and like has a lot of swag and you just are really attracted to them unfortunately but you know they're fun unfortunately boy. though <laughs> <laughs> got it, got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah yeah i really like twin
3: shadow a lot and um i feel like the album that this is on which is called confess right <laughs> confess um was um was definitely in the rotation for me
2: when it came out he like i think he put this album out and then he put another one out after mm-hmm. that but i felt like this this song and this album were kind of like his peak to me. I just yeah. felt like it was like, you know, these huge choruses and it was just like, like kind of like the 80s, a soundtrack to like an 80s teen film. Totally, and it was just like, like so like, I'm gonna get into my feelings, I'm gonna think about being a teenager in love and it's gonna be great.
3: <laughs> and this video, I watched yeah. this video too and it's just like-
2: What's the
1: deal with the just video? Just like
3: motorcycles and like, fight! yeah (laughs) like looking cool what's the deal with (laughs) the whole like like, mm
1: -hmm. intro before the song right is that just like for the video it's like almost like a little monologue or is that part of the song yeah it's just in the video
2: i think it's just like yeah it's just the intro to the video it's It's just a drums video i was like am i (laughs) still
1: watching an ad i was like confused for a minute (laughs) um maybe not surprising i never heard of twin shadow before so
3: (laughs) oh there's he's so great it's interesting yeah, yeah it's he interesting. like
2: i just love the like leather jacket like bad boy thing i hate that i love it but mm.
3: it's,
2: it's the <laughs> truth <laughs> <laughs> so basically
3: you're falling for the thing that I hate. yes yes unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> amazing amazing i really really like this
2: i also feel like uh people when this album came out some of his fans were like a little mad because this was, like, his very, like, pop moment. Mm-hmm. It was, like, you know, like, like again, like, these, like, huge, like, 80s-style synth-pop songs. And his previous album before that, it was, like, very lo-fi, very, mm-hmm. like, quiet, like, these, like, lullabies almost. Right, right. And people were like, why are you doing this? Like, this is too poppy. And I, I don't care because it's People great. <laughs>
3: can be so extra, right? Like, don't let artists grow in the way that they want to. I know. Even though, you know, sometimes we get attached to like a particular sound with folks but i do remember when twin shadow um was like first starting put out music that i was like oh like this dude is latino you know like he's like making this indie music and he's like this dominican dude and i was like and like it wasn't like really like a part of the conversation in a lot of like white media right but um but, yeah, I was really excited about that.
2: I agree. And also, like, just as a Dominican kid, like, who was into indie music mm-hmm. and, like, seeing that, and I was like, oh, I'm here. Like, I'm representing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's wild how, like, it's
3: wild how that sort of stuff is, like, I don't know. I don't think I would have identified it as very important at the time that I heard this. But then... When it happened, I was like, oh, I was just like so filled with like excitement, you know? And it's just like, this, this is how white people feel all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a new and different feeling. I know. I know. I know.
3: Well, thank you so, yeah, so much for coming you. and for joining us, Isabella.
2: Oh, well, thank you for having me. This was really fun. This is Yeah, awesome. this is super fun.
1: Where can people find you if they want to follow your work?
2: Sure. Um, you can follow either at Remescla on Twitter and Facebook, or uh, me is at Habladora. That's, yes. It's like J-A-B-L-A-D-O-R-A-A. <laughs> Love it. I'm not going to spell it out. Love you it. can you can Google it. <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> put it, tag you. We'll yeah. put it in the blog post. Keep an eye on <laughs> our social. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There
3: you go. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. Yeah. This was super fun.
1: Check out radimania.com for all the links to the music that we shared in this episode. We'll also... Put a link to where you can find Isabella and her work at Remescla.
3: And as always, if you can leave us a review on iTunes, it really, really helps to get our show in front of new listeners. So if you have a moment and you haven't reviewed us yet, please do it five stars five stars friends five stars stars stars. definitely five stars a little shout out I'm stealing that from Latinos Who Lunch so
1: a shout out we just recorded um, we just did a crossover episode with Latinos Who Lunch it'll be our next release in two weeks so make sure to follow them subscribe to their podcast if you don't already because theirs is going to come out Our appearance on their show will come out on Thursday and then our episode with them will come out um, on Friday in two weeks. So make sure to check it out. It was really, really fun. Um, And we're also doing a new call for listener picks We put out a little couple minute segment last week Just asking people to send a voice memo To radioamenea at gmail.com Telling us one of your favorite Latinx songs And why you love it And then we're going to put together a whole episode Just of your um, listener fave So we really appreciate you contributing We want to hear from you and what you love We can't wait to hear what you have in store for us Yes Thanks
0: again Isabel Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank All you. Right. Cuídense amores. Chao. Bye. Bye.